Welcome back to Tales from 2 a.m. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. If you're hanging out with me live on Facebook, on YouTube, thank you so much. Hey, hit me up in the comment section. You know I love you. You don't know that I love you if you are in your car right now or you're at home or you're at the gym and you've downloaded this. That's awesome too. I love you so much. So thank you. That's a big deal to me. If you are bleeding black and gold and you have a happy place, that's called the Pittsburgh Steelers, then you and I, we live together in harmony. Uh, just like before, remember when I wanted to buy the world a Coke and I wanted to buy Steeler Nation a Coke? Yeah, I'm still thinking about that. I'm buying you a Coke. I love y'all. So here we are. I want to talk about those happy memories. This is, I was going to bring up this team. This is, this is great. Dave Shipley, my man. Three River Stadium. And I could tell you when this was. This was 1989 when Greg Lloyd knocked out Altoon and Thomas Everett counted him out. My gosh. The only bad thing about that, the, the only thing I felt bad about that was Altoon had a history of concussions in here. They're knocking them. They're counting them out. It's That's great. Uh, so your happy place. That's a good happy place. That's a memory. That's, that's not... Antoine Randall throwing the ball to Heinz Ward in the Super Bowl. That's not that. This is what I want. Dave Shipley. Great. Great there. I tell you what, who knows all about Pittsburgh Steelers happy places. I'll tell you who has had to deal with this idiot for a long, long time. I'm going to bring her up. Bad mom's in the house. The woman that gave me the name bad. Right there. I would not be bad without this lady here. So, <laughs> mom, love ya. Mom's checking me out. I love it. When we when we started the Facebook, going on Facebook, it gave my parents an opportunity to easily catch the show, and that's awesome. So, I it wasn't easy for them to find. They they would try to download it and do that, but that's great. Um. I want to I want to bring this up here. Brian Brown watching the bus run all over the Rams after they traded him to the Steelers. Yes. Oh my gosh, they crushed him that day. And that's a game that I kind of forget about. But this is what this is all about. I love this. Yeah. 1996, they traded him. Man, they thought they had Lawrence Phil Lawrence Phillips. They thought they had something good in him. They were going to the Rich Brooks system. Rich Brooks was at Oregon and came to the St. Louis Rams, and now they're doing this deal. Didn't work for Bus. Bus found his happy place. It was in Pittsburgh. Um, if I miss you, put it on again. Lifelong fan 07. I was at the Oakland Coliseum. Cordell Stewart thumped the Raiders. I was with my dad. We had all of our Steelers gear on. All the Raiders fans were like, don't bring that in here. We had a great time. Lifelong fan, I will just say to you, God bless you. That, that takes a lot of guts to wear black and gold in Oakland. I have always said that I always wanted to go to a game in that hellhole, but... I would probably just wear all black because I've seen what they do to people here. And, and I've told you, I know I've told you this before, but my cousin who was on a couple of weeks ago in the live chat, 
I remember this, her husband telling me years ago, and this was just in Los Angeles when the Raiders played in Los Angeles. He actually has, he, he could actually go like this. He's like, all right, yeah, this is Broncos. This one's Broncos 87. This one's Seahawks 88. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was, they would, people would jump you in the stands and you could be Raiders fans. But if you, if you wore another team's jersey and it would get crazy there. So, wow, that's, man, that's pretty awesome. Lifelong, good one. Great name, too. I like that lifelong fan. Snowman says every time we beat the Ratbirds, that's your happy place. Give me a specific one. I'm thinking of a, a really cool specific one that you don't think about, that we don't think about all the time. And I'm thinking about 2002. Heinz Ward and Plexico Burris going. I think this is where the rivalry was born, where to the point where it got ugly when Heinz Ward went after Ed Reed. Love it. But yeah, I, I like to hear that. Um, Sean Manahan. I'm going backwards because I'm going to see this. This is great. My happy place was Raymond James Stadium in 2001 when Steelers came to town and Jerome Bettis ran all over the Bucks and threw a TD pass winning the game 17 to 10. Now, that is the game that that Wang Warren Sapp, not a fan of. He he was run, that's the game where they ran through they ran through the uh the warmups and then they did it again the year later and the Steelers fought them. Then they beat them on Monday Night Football. That was pretty sweet. That is a great that that is a great memory, and that's those are ones that you don't think of. That that's awesome. I want to bring up Robert Rohde from Colorado. The Steelers are a way of life. It doesn't matter where I live, where I go, or where I work. There are always other Steelers fans with me. Man, I live in Maryland. We have more Steelers bars than ever than Ravens bars. We do. I, I had the opportunity to grow up in Johnstown and I grew up in Johnstown in the late 70s and all the 80s. Everybody were Steeler fans. There were those stragglers. But man, everybody was there. It was fun. Port and I didn't forget about you. Bring I'll try to bring it up at the end of the show when you're asking about Johnstown, home of the Chiefs, the inspiration for team and slap shot. Let's just say that Mrs. Bat. Not Mrs. Bad. Sorry. Mrs. Bad's in the other room. Mrs. Bad lives here. Mom Bad was actually an extra in that movie. I was there. I was I was a little too young, but Mom has a picture with, with uh, Paul Newman. So where do you think I got it? You You met Bad Dad a couple weeks ago on Father's Day, but I got a lot from Mom, too. Mom was on film first. How about that? <laughs> there you go. So, uh, so shout out to Mom Bad. Mom Bad also took me to another movie, All the Right Moves with Tom Cruise. And not, I'm not talking about the movie, but the filming of the movie. Dad couldn't go. I, um, but Mom took me, and it was the two of us, and it was. They had a manufacturer fake rain for that game, and we were in the stands. You can't see us there, but that is an awesome memory. I love that too. 
we talk about all the football memories with my my dad. That's a great football memory. I I absolutely love that. Captain Underpants. 94 Steelers beat the Oilers watching my first game of football at five years old. They won and became my team. Dad isn't a fan. All right, Captain Underpants, you just depressed the hell out of me. You were born in 1989. I graduated high school in 1989. But that's awesome. You watched your first Steeler game. And was that the one on the road that happened in late November? Or was that the Monday night football game in 1994? Probably the one on the road. Really interesting. That's... uh. <laughs> <laughs> my dad has a memory of Super Bowl 14. There was a streaker. Remember they were still doing the uh doing the, doing streaking. <laughs> so there was a streaker that ran on the field at the Rose Bowl and the game that they were at. Um I got to thank you thank you Michael O'Malley. Hello Mrs. Davis. Thanks for bringing some bad into this world and when it's all caps, it's good bad. So that's okay. Margarita says, hello, Mrs. Davis. You can call her bad mom. That's okay. She's not in that movie, though. 1997 for Sean Manahan, watching Steelers beat the Patriots twice. They weren't quite the Patriots then. It was still Bill Parcells. But something happened in 1997 as well. The very beginning was the end of the 1996 season. And there was fog. They walloped the Steelers 28-3 to in Foxborough. And that first game that you're talking about, Sean, in December, one of the favorite... The, it was the first retro show that I think Tony and I did. And that's going to... that's This is going to be some cross-promotion for the retro show, too. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about that. But all these games that you remember that you have... You can go back and watch. I go to a site called mcmillanandwife.com. And it's not the old show with Rock Hudson. But so if you type it in, type in Macmillan and Wife Steelers. And they, they have all these old games on there. And it's awesome. And that's how I watch every single game before I do a retro show. Because I take notes. And you could watch. You want to watch them. You want to watch Keevan Henry helping beat up the uh, the Patriots in that game. That was a great night for me. I, one of my favorite nights of being a Steelers fan. Um, that's that's awesome. Um, Sean Manahan. First game I watched Ben Roethlisberger because where I was at the time, they never televised them. 2014 when we beat the Cowboys, and I knew we had a Hall of Fame level QB. Now, here's a funny thing about that. That was on the 25th anniversary of the Pittsburgh Pirates winning the World Series. That game was the 25th anniversary of that. I remember, and that's the famous game that Bad Dad and I talk about, where my cousins went to the game and they called in to uh, they called in to celebrate. Lifelong fans, another class of '89, love it, '89ers. Um, yeah, Sean McMillan no longer watches new games, but guess what? He has a happy place too. I I need to meet McMillan. I need to reach out to him. 
because he does a lot for our show here. So I, I'm probably gonna gonna do that. He doesn't watch new games, and that's that's fine. I get it. He wants to go back in time and relive this stuff, and that's what he's doing. And he's providing providing that for us, and that's where your happy place could be. I've got some happy places that that uh, that would surprise you too. Sean Manahan says, but one would always have the Steelers game on, and several of the Steelers fans would show up every game. And the one where the bus ran over Erlacher, sweet. I can tell you the day of that game. December 11th, 2005. I couldn't get that game. One of the last games I did not see, and I had to listen to it on the radio because I was living in Frostburg, Maryland. They would not let me have a satellite dish. I couldn't get direct TV. And since it's Redskins territory, and that game was on Fox because back then they still do this a lot. They kind of divert a little bit now, but you always knew that if you played an NFC team at home, that game was going to be on Fox or CBS way back. Now, now CBS is home of the AFC, but they used to be the home of the NFC. So you would know it, you know? So I went to turn on the game, which it should have been televised. They're like, sorry. We don't have a doubleheader today on Fox. They didn't say that. I just figured it out in my head what it seemed like they would say to me if I called and yelled at them. And they played White Christmas instead. And I'm like, damn it. Once again, Clark Griswold's right. Danny, Blank and K. Ah. So I didn't watch White Christmas. I was mad. And this was, it's funny because this was right when I first started dating Mrs. Bath and her favorite movie is white Christmas. And we watch it every single holiday when we're putting up the tree. And I love it. I absolutely love white Christmas now, but on that day I didn't, but guess what? So I ordered wings and a stromboli from a local establishment and I'm in my apartment by myself. Mom, mom, bad. Bad mom and bad dad said, hey, you can drive to Johnstown. It's only an hour away. You can watch the game. But it was snowing, and I I didn't want to do that. So I listened to it. And because of McMillan, I got to watch it years later. So I, I have seen the game, though. But when they're describing Bettis running over Brian Urlacher, man, that was sweet. It was absolutely sweet. I sat there eating my wings and Stromboli, and it was just a great day. I have great memories of that. You know what? I also have some great memories of games that the Steelers lost. I know that sounds crazy, but there's a couple games that I could wax poetically about. One of my favorite, there's not many losses that will be my favorite, but one of my favorite Steelers losses, and this is going to sound really weird, so bear with me. You'll understand where I'm going with this. But one of my favorite Steelers losses was two days before Christmas, 1995, that was the year they went to the Super Bowl. They were playing in Green Bay, in the snow. And they already had the division wrapped up. And they were playing two great, I mean, it was two great teams playing. It was in the snow. It was on a Saturday. I was, I had just moved out of Johnstown and I was back visiting family. And the Steelers were not supposed to 
win this game. Ultimately, they did not win this game, but they had an opportunity and they fought and they played valiantly. And sometimes when you play valiantly, you feel good. And I know there's moral victories and this wasn't a moral victory. This was a team that could have went to the Super Bowl and did. This was a team that started out three and four and then they went on a run and this was their only other loss. The loss didn't mean anything. So I guess that's what made it feel better. But the way they played the Packers that day was amazing. And they they had the game wrapped up in the final seconds. Neil O'Donnell throws this pass in the corner of the end zone to Yancey Thigpen and he hauls it in. But at that time, his knee came up and knocked it out of his hands. To most people, the Steelers won that day, that day and it didn't matter because they were going to be the number one. Actually, they ended up being the number two seed, but that all worked out too. But it was just one of those games that that was just, maybe it was the fact that it was Christmas. Maybe it was the fact that, maybe it was the fact that uh, the two-story teams were playing. Maybe it was the fact that things were wrapped up anyways. It was just a fun game that I haven't gone back and watched that, but if I do any loss on the retro show, it's going to be that one. Oh, then Sean Manahan brings up the uh, brings up Jesse James, the non-catch. Oh, yeah, I actually have great memories of that, but I have great memories of just being angry and crushed because I think that kind of ruined ended up ruining the season. Um, whoa, check this out, my man Dave Shipley. I'm coming to Jayville. I'm coming to Duval. I've been there. I've been to Duval before, but I didn't know you that. We're going to watch a game together, whether it's there or Tampa or wherever. Dave Shipley turns 50 on Thursday. Cheers to the class of 89. I turn 50 in December. Man, you're going to have to – we're going to have to have a bad company party there. But when a bad company turns 50 – Happy, if I don't catch you on Thursday, happy birthday. We love you, man. Dave, turning 50. We're the same age. How about that? Lifelong remembers Neil and Yancey. Man, that was a fun, that was a fun time. Um, Belated birthday. I said it the other day. I'm going to say it again. Belated birthday for Jack Lambert, July 8th. For the Steelers turning 88, July 8th, that doesn't matter. Love those guys. Love the Steelers. Love Jack Lambert. But Snowman turned 50. How about that? Brian Brown turned 50 in April. Gosh, everyone's turning 50. Um, we've got another birthday coming up. <laughs> this is uh, <laughs> this is funny because uh, class of 2011, I lost it. Um, but we have a, a class of 2011 making me feel really old. Um, Jared Devil turns 28 on Wednesday, so happy birthday to Jared Devil! Somebody's got to write all these down. We've got to get these bad company birthdays down. <laughs> I gotta do that. Matt Stoffko's turning 60. Cambry County in the house. 
Let me bring that up. Um, but he also says watching the Steelers win a fourth Super Bowl at the fire hall and being so confident in a win that I was playing ping pong while the game was on. That's awesome. So that was Super Bowl 14th. Yeah, my dad and mom went to that game. Matt Stofka, that's where did he graduate high school, Matt? Was it Johnstown High? Or was it Westmont? I, I think you told me before. I, I don't remember. Um, Garrett's class of 12. Snowman's 56. Lifelong's going to be 52 in November. Hey, that's young. Bad company. We're young. You know what's great about this, though? This is what's great about BTSC, the BTSC family, being Steeler fans, finding our happy places together. Jared Devil is 28 years old on Wednesday. Matt Stofko is going to be 60 next week. Votech, oh, I went to Richland High, so we went right across from each other. So uh, we're really close as far as that. Michael turned 44 in November. Like I said, Snowman's 56, Lifelong 52. Dave Shipley's turning 50. What's all that mean? Doesn't mean a darn thing. What it means when you're in bad company, when you're here, then we're, we're here together. This is where I never knew Jared Devil's age. I never knew Jared Devil was 28. I thought he was closer in age to me because there's no age here. It doesn't matter because when you're a Steeler fan, there's no age. You're just a Steeler fan and that's it. That's what matters. Just me, class of 85, 54 in October. I was just listening to 1985 on Sirius 80s on 8 because a lot of a lot of you know this about me. A lot of you don't know this about me. My favorite thing besides the Steelers is Casey Kasem. And I would watch, and you know the story, Casey Kasem and Chuck Noll died a day apart. Father's Day weekend at the same age, and that's what I would do. I would I would grow up listening to these guys, and it would over overlap. So I'd watch the games, I'd write down the songs. But one of my favorite things to do, and I do a party trick, and I do this all the time. I can take if you were born in the 1980s, or you give me any date in the 1980s, I could tell you the number one song on the day of the week, just like that. So December, what date? December 3rd is my birthday, Dave, if you're asking. Um, Portna wants to uh, depart for space, just like Richard Branson. We need to do a... Do you think we need to do a Tales from 2 a.m. in space? Who would send me to space? Would you trust me in space? That's the question. Would you trust me in space? Would I mess that whole thing up? You know I would you know I would do a show from space. I could see us doing the preview, Dave and Jeff being back here and me doing one from space and saying something stupid in space. But you know what? I'd make friends with an alien just if they were wearing a Chase Claypool jersey. You know, I guess that would be cool. <laughs> Garrett, Garrett Garrett would trust Dave Schofield in space more than me. Um, 
<laughs> that's Dave wants to know if there's Dave Shipley wants to know if there's beer in, in space. That's that's really funny. It's okay to rethink how old you are, just me, when you hear Madonna on the radio. Madonna's older than all of us. That's it. But I can still see her in that video with Material Girl. How about that? Brian Brown's tuning in. If I that's that's it. I gotta do a podcast from space. That's can you imagine bad in space? Oh gosh, that would, I kind of think that'd be a disaster. But now I want to do it. That's my new goal. Now, the next BTSC meeting. All right, guys, I'm gonna do a podcast from space. And Jeff will just Jeff will give me one of those. He'll give me the face palm, and I, and I used to always get mad when he would we he would do the uh, face palm. <laughs> Michael O'Malley says green screen it, it's safer. Nah, I can't. Uh, if I'm going to do it, I got to go all out. Um, Sean Manahan said, I would trust bad in space more than I would trust Dave to kick a field goal. <laughs> oh, poor Dave. Blitzburg, Blitzburg, Blitzburg. I'm bringing up Blitzburg. One of my all-time favorite movies. We're talking about Steeler memories that, that uh, aren't run of the mill. Here's a movie that's not run-of-the-mill. If you've never seen Vision Quest, and there's a scene in Vision Quest when a guy named Elmo talks about, not Elmo from Sesame Street, when he talks about Pele kicking a soccer ball. And just, it's amazing. Matthew Modine, a lot of you know him from so many different things, but most recently in Stranger Things. Man, I've got to tell you this. Vision Quest and Madonna was in that movie too, singing Crazy for You in that movie. Fantastic movie. Watch that if you get a chance. I love it. So who here loves Vision Quest besides Blitzberg and me? Great movie. Love it. The movie starts off when he goes on a run to Journeys Only the Young. That's great. Um. Yeah, Pe lifelong Pele wasn't even in the movie. He was just discussing it because he was. It was about a wrestling match. Um, <laughs> look at Bad Dad, Bad Dad being channeling his inner Harbs here, giving me some, giving me some slack. I have a vision: you and Schofield weightless on a podcast in space. Man, gosh. I'm getting it now. Yeah, me and Dave, weightless in space. We we might challenge weightlessness if we go to space. How about that? <sighs> Kathy Forrett, amazing a live show, and I'm awake. Har hardest working the hardest working woman in BTSC. Fandom. There we go. There's Kathy. Love. Well, I love Kansas Kathy. She's the best. Weightless in space makes a great title. Uh, so, gosh, you guys like Bad Dad. You guys think Bad Dad's funnier than me. Bad Dad's not funnier than me. I taught Bad Dad everything he needs to know about humor. And he'll tell you that. So, <laughs> there you go. Um, no, nah, that's probably not true. But uh, there you go. I did not know Kathy was in Portugal. I need to hear that story. Um, okay, Michael, 
no, don't give, don't do that. Now he's going to get a big head. Now he's going to, then it's going to be tales from two pills a day. Uh, I don't even know what that means. Uh, all right. Maybe I should bring bad dad back on the show again, huh? I'll do that if I can get uh, if I can get five yeses for that. I'll bring him back in before the season starts. How about that? But we've got a vote on it. So uh, yes or no? Okay, we've got one. Kathy's saying bad dad could come back on the show. Michael O'Malley says yes. You're allowed to say no. You can. Aaron Butler, you're a Ravens fan. You you can say no. Snowman says yes. Dad, I I think you're back on the show. Yes. All right. Here's the big deal. We need one more yes. Now, here's the big one. Do we bring bad mom on the show? <laughs> you can't vote for yourself, dad. <laughs> Somebody mentioned a pay-per-view. Just me said it would be worth paying for it. Not like the Conor McGregor fight. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. The Conor McGregor fight. I didn't even do. I, I just heard about it. Um, so, all right. So we'll, we'll talk about that. And, uh, hey, we might have – I'm going to have to get Bad Godson on the show, too. I'm going to get my nephew on the show one of these days, too. I, I, I'm going to promise him a guest spot. So, you know, Connor told me the other day – not Connor McGregor. Um, my Connor told me – he's like, Dad, I want to go to a game this year. And I'm like – yeah. He's first time he's ever expressed interest. He's like, I'm trying to learn the Steelers more. Warm my heart like crazy. Uh, Sean Manahan wants to bring Mrs. Bad on the show. We have, look, I've got a better chance of getting Ben Roethlisberger on the show than Mrs. Bad because just Mrs. Bad just doesn't like the spotlight. That's it. Um, Garrett says, "Meet me in L.A." Cokes are on me. You know, I love. You know, I love Los Angeles. That's great. Sean Manahan wants wants uh, Mrs. Bad on the show to hear all the two a.m. stories. Yeah, she knows them. The uh, oh, bad mom's not coming on the show. She just said, "Not for her." She's like my wife. Uh, the ladies in my life don't want to be on the show. Um, there's Jerry Cherry, house band. The house band's coming up. Jerry, Jerry, I need some originals. I need some, we need some BTSC originals from Jerry, Cherry. Best guitarist in the land here. I'm telling you. Especially if you want to learn guitar, check out his stuff on YouTube. He's awesome. I've, uh, I wish I lived closer to um, JCB because I would hang out with Jerry, Cherry. Uh, LA is my thing though, man. I love Los Angeles too. So, I got to get back to Los Angeles. Uh, my best friend in the world lives in Los Angeles. Um, so. So <laughs> bad dad voting for himself is priceless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's no shame there. Now you see where I get it, I guess. Huh? Now, now you see. Guys. I'm, I'm going to tell you this. Oh, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry's going to say, come to NYC. 
yeah, I mean, man, we got to do that. We got to do that. And I'm telling you, we we need to get together at a Steelers game, all of us. Um, we, we really need to this year. I know, you know, Dave and Big Bro's going to be there. I'm going to try to get there. I would love to be do a BTSELA meet anywhere in the U.S. I love, I love L.A. I know it's, uh, some people say it's not what it's cracked out to, up to be. I mean, I love it. I just love, I love how I feel when I'm in Los Angeles. I was never a New York City fan, but recently I've become a huge New York City fan. I love Chicago. I love, I just love anywhere in the U.S. I'll go everywhere. But I'll even go to Kansas or Portugal and hang out with Kathy. That'd be awesome. Portugal is not in the U.S., but I tell you what, I didn't want to do the show this morning. I was in a bad mood. You know, just feeling crappy today. Then I come in the show, and this is what I get. And this is what lifts me up. I don't think you could tell I was in a bad mood before I came on the show. I was going to do a 40-minute, because 40 minutes, the minimum. And this was going to be a 40-minute show, and that's it. Now, we're getting to go into overtime where, where we have to, you know, I make everybody cut it off around one hour, so I'm going to cut it off in an hour. But I love you guys. <laughs> and you put me in a good mood. And thanks for taking care of uh, bad dad and bad mom. I appreciate that. We're all a family here. You guys make me feel good. You know how close it is to the season? And I said this earlier in the show, and I didn't talk more about it. Yeah. Tales from 2 a.m. ends in September for the year. Why? Because there's more important things to do than just have some Yinzer Jagoff here talking about his memories because the Steelers are going to be playing. I'll be back in February, hopefully late February, but I'll be back in February. But in the meantime, we're going to blow this out, right? We're going to do the next two months and finish up Tales from 2 a.m. with a lot of fun stuff. I want to know what you guys hit me up on Twitter. What do you guys want to talk about on Tales from 2 a.m.? Let's think about some things that we're going to do. But the reason we're gone in September is when the Steelers are playing, it turns into the post-game show. That's more important. That's so much more important. But nothing's more important than you guys. I love each and every one of you. Blessings to your family. And you've got to do three things for me. Those three things are simple. The first one, be safe. I need these names on my screen. I need you guys in my life. You welcome me into yours. I welcome you into mine. So I need this. Number two, don't change who you are. Be true to yourself. These are the Bs. If it's bad company, these are your Bs. Be true to yourself. That's what I love about you, because you're you. I mean, I know I'm so sounding Sesame Street right now, but I'm a weird dude. You know that. I'm different than most people that you know. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Michael O'Malley's not going to pee on my couch. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> you remember that, huh? So yeah, be true to yourself. 
and you allow me to be me. I don't want to be anything else than this guy that you see here. And third, always be behind the steel curtain. I don't know what time it is on your clock, on your smartwatch, on the sundial you're using, but it's got to be 2 a.m. somewhere. Love you.